Stay tuned. East Side Radio, 89.7 FM. Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Waves. Here on 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts Alex Healy and Arabella Alamy. We love interviewing people and hearing different people's stories, lives and projects that people are doing and working on and we'll be chatting with Bridget today. Yes, I met Bridget's husband at uni and they moved to Australia from Nigeria. They're so much fun and we want to share with you Bridget's experience moving here, her knowledge of fashion in Nigeria and starting her own business in Australia. Hi Alex, hi Arabella, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you, girls. No problem, Bridget. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, you heard music is such a big part of your life. So we're going to have an Afro-pop beat theme today. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm really excited. Music is something I listen to just to distress and just also get myself moving and exercise. Um, So yeah, I'm really happy to share my kind of music and also just be a DJ for the night. Yes, thank you. So tell us about when you moved to Australia from Nigeria. How long ago was it? Um, it was five years ago, 2017. It wasn't the easiest decision, but yeah, it was a necessary step that I had to take. My husband left before me and I moved in to meet him. It wasn't easy. I left my family, friends, everyone, business, and just Australia was my fresh start, really. So why did you two choose Australia to move to? Uh, well, for me, nothing particularly. Uh, my husband, Brian, had already made his decision and I just looked up Australia. I love traveling. I come from the part of Nigeria that's surrounded by water and beaches and we love our seafood. So it just made sense. So you had the food. Definitely. Are there, the pool? are there any similarities between the city you're from in Nigeria to Sydney? Um, yeah, the water, the seafood, we love big parties, we love our music. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that is the life. I love it. Yeah, that's, and we're busy people, Sydney life. So do you, so when you moved here, was there anything that was helpful? Um, just already having people here, because okay. uh, like I said, my, my husband had already been here, so I got to meet Bella. I had mm. some other friends from from Nigeria that were already here. So I had got some sort of soft landing. Yeah. So there was already a sense of community for you when you arrived? Yes. So your mom is a fashion designer. Mm. That is amazing. And whereabouts is she a fashion designer? Is it back in Nigeria? Uh, yes, she is um, a fashion designer in Nigeria and... Wow. She's been sewing for as long as I can remember, actually. That's incredible. How does the fashion differ from Nigeria to Australia? Um, I think we're really extravagant people. Like, we love our blings, we love our shiny, yes. very serious <laughs> outfits, yeah. And Australians seem to have, like, a very comfy, cool um, sense of fashion. So, yeah, it's just pretty different from us. We, we love to be seen everywhere. Do you see ways that Nigerian fashion could influence Australian fashion? Or do you see that influence has already happened and that Australians are kind of following suit? Um, Yeah, I've got a few friends that have actually 
gotten outfits off my mom and also just generally from shops on the internet. So yeah, I think gradually we um, Nigerian designers are beginning to make comfortable clothings for everyone. So gradually we're getting there. So is traditionally Nigerian fashion more formal? Um, yeah, like more <laughs> occasional. Right. Okay. And more uh, colourful, just looking at your Instagram. Yeah, lots of colours. <laughs> and our prints, our prints are quite similar to the Aboriginal arts and clothing. So, yeah. Oh. I think that's one thing we've got in common. Well, we are going to move on to our first song. And Ooh. this is something that you recommended. So, we're so excited to play it. So, my first song for the night will be Born a Boy on the Low. Burner Boy is a uh, Grammy award-winning artist. He had two nominations also this year. But just just to say, he's a big Nigerian artist. I've heard a couple of his songs in Australian clubs. You guys seem to love it. I hope you like this one. It's Kelpie Mm-hmm. 
So we're talking to Bridget today, who's a beautician who's originally from Nigeria, living in Australia now. And Bridget, can you tell us about your name and the origin and like what's the full length of your name and how do we pronounce it? Okay, so my name is Bridget Diepri Aibijong. Aibijong is my husband's name and often at times I'm called Bridget Diepri. Diepri Aibijong. I'm John, like I've got different um, pronunciations of the name and some people try to get it right. Well, some just don't make an effort at all. That is so frustrating. Is that frustrating oh, for yeah. you? Or is that it like... It is. Yeah. It is at times because when I'm really not in the mood, I'm like, oh, you can pronounce all of these Russian names and not my name. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone in Nigeria, did they ever have a problem with pronouncing your name? Did they ever have difficult... Oh, no, everyone just knew how to pronounce it. That's so interesting. We all just had an idea. So when you come up with names that like people in Australia would be able to say, how do you come up with what name you choose? Like, What made you choose Bridget? Uh, no, I, Bridget has always been my name. Oh. So it's common amongst Nigerians to have one Nigerian name, one English name, and then your surname, which is always like a traditional name. Oh, so you're prepared. <laughs> yeah, sort of we're prepared for the world. <laughs> now, we want to hear what it was like first day or first week coming to Australia, culture shock, what happened, what went down, what were you like, oh my gosh, I've this, this why are these people like this? Like, tell us about it, please. Uh, oh, yeah, I just always felt like that black girl mm. from the airport. Mm. And then I got into Sydney and I started going out and I know I went to the shop first at Maryland's. I just mm-hmm. felt like a black girl. Like, I felt like people were looking at me. Mm-hmm. I had my dreadlocks then. So I just felt like people were looking at me for not the right reason, though. Right. Just wanting to touch my hair and stuff. What would they come did up you to come and touch to your hair? Sorry. No, <laughs> you go, you go. Would people come up to you and try and touch your hair? Yeah, because I came in with, like, dreadlocks extensions. So some people would just come ask me if it's real, how long I've had my hair like that. And just some wouldn't you... even ask you. They just touch it. How did you feel about that? Uh, well, I'm uh, at times when I'm in a good mood, I'm like, oh, yeah, just give yeah. me a breakdown. Well, most of the times I'm like, just leave my hair alone. Yeah. yeah. What year did you come it? to yeah. Australia? Uh, I came in 2017. Mm. Wow. Even like, that is so sad to hear that, that I would have thought like it would have been a decade ago, but it's, it's like so recent and it's and you had never been here before. What was it like finding a job here? Um, it wasn't really easy. We just, I had to prove myself a lot. And this being that I have I have a bachelor's in accounting, but I can't work as an accountant in Australia, and it's oh. it's just a lot. So I just had to look for something else that I could do. Yeah, I've worked with some NGOs for HIV and AIDS in Nigeria. So when I heard about disability, it seemed like something I could do. Going for interviews, you just have to do extra. You just have to prove yourself that you can do the job, which was really saddening because most of most of us are really passionate about our jobs. Like we really mm-hmm. want to help, mm-hmm. but just because you're Nigerian or um, 
you don't have the necessary experience yeah. or qualification here. Some people are nurses but have to like start all over from scratch here. Mm. It's just really difficult. So but gradually yeah. No, no, I was gonna say like you ha you're qualified. You have a mm. literal degree, but you, it you graduated in Nigeria, so you're saying that that literally just doesn't even matter here in Australia. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, you can't use your accounting degree. Your yeah. accounting degree isn't recognised. And then you're doing – so is did you feel like you were kind of overqualified or not being able to do the work that you probably have the capacity to do? Yes, I felt like I was doing something that I was overqualified for. And um, generally, there's just this shock uh, on the faces of people, especially when I, when I speak or when I talk. Yeah. There's this – shocked they never expect me to be able to speak english I'm like why won't you expect me to be able to speak english i'm from an english-speaking country yeah. it's just normal for me to speak english but yeah yeah seems to be people fascinated what mannerisms um are completely different from your home country to um well to now your current home country in australia what are things that you see maybe on the street on public transport things which would never ever happen back home like you know school kids or just just something that you can think of that is like nothing compared to back home in nigeria well this is fun story my first week in australia i was going from maryland to the city and it was during uh, school time i think school had just finished and these kids were in the train and they were kissing i almost stood up to tell them what they were doing oh, it's now it's really normal for us to like walk up to kids and say and like caution ah. them Really? Because in the Nigerian community, they believe that the entire community actually raised up kids. So it's yeah, not okay. unusual for your aunt or for your uncle really? to like talk to you and discipline you. So you would never, ever, ever see that in Nigeria? You never. never. Wow. So um, oh for my me, God. my parents actually didn't know I had a boyfriend. I just brought my husband home and <gasps> I was like, yeah, oh. I'm ready to get married. You just skip all those wow. steps. Okay, wait. Oh, yeah. How crazy is that to think that whenever I walk around the street, there's just always – wait, what about hand-holding? And, like, obviously – hand holding is that something that you can't do that like wow that's so interesting you're a girl you should have female friends you can't bring your male friends to your house you can invite them for your parties and stuff like that yeah you should just have female friends and your male relative like family members cousins nephews um and all of that you can't have male friends wow so an affection's much more private was there any other um culture shock um yeah the food we went to a restaurant and we just ordered steak we didn't know we had to tell them we wanted well-cooked steak and they right. brought rare cooked steak it's like where is that blood on the steak <laughs> so so rare is like a no-go for you like well done no, in, yeah. like you don't see that at all it's not an option in our restaurants you just have to order steak and uh, it's well done that's so funny because Typically, if you order a well-done steak in a restaurant here, it's almost like an offence to the chef. Yeah, we get that look at times when we send it back and she's like, <laughs> it's well done. I'm like, no, I can see blood. That's like red. 
You know, there's such a thing as a blue. Because I remember when I was Don't a waitress. Ye- when I was a waitress years ago, whenever I had to put in the, um, the how they like their steak cooked, it was blue. And one time I put it in and I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, other things like on the street that were different. I actually remember a story. I hope it's okay I say it. Um, I was walking with Brian, Bridget's husband in the city. And there were a bunch of people just like running up the road. And he was like, oh, should we run? And I was like, why? And he's like, <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, if you that, see someone running. That's just running. it. You find people running, you run. And then once everyone stops, you ask them what the problem was. Why is everyone running? But first you run. Oh, I love that so much. So is it, why is, is well, because if something, why is that? So I guess if people are running, it's because something's happening yeah. and you're running away yeah. from it. Yeah. Mm. So everyone just runs. Like you'll find kids on YouTube where someone just randomly <laughs> begins to run for no reason and people are running after him. Oh, that's a good <laughs> prank. Just yeah. a good prank. <laughs> and then the person stops and they're like, what happened? What happened? It's like nothing. I'm just exercising. <laughs> that is so good. Well, I'm loving this. We're going to move on to our next song. Bridget, may you please introduce this great song for us. Okay, so our next song is If by DeVito. This song is really special because he said Bridget in the song. He's like, Bridget, see, oh no, I'm not going to read it. I'm a terrible singer, guys. <laughs> You're a better dancer. <laughs> you can't yes, wait to I am. Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I am. But at least that compensates it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so our that. next song is Davido Eve. I hope you dance to this one. This one will get your feet moving. My money, my body, now your own. It's over your body. If I tell you, say I love you, oh. My money, my body, now your own, oh, baby. Do 
my number one in tutu. Sipping broke tutu. For your love, it's tutu. I go chuku chuku chuku. Biko obiano ju. Say you do me juju. Cause I'm feeling the juju. And you know, say nobody holy. But I don't go tell you story. I gotta be your man. I gotta be your man. Let me talk to you, say a few things, then I'm feeling you, but it's up to you, say you know what I do. I love you, 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 there's nothing above you, there's nothing above you, above you, above you. Jets, yeah. I like your mini skirts, yeah. okay, you carry fancy, yeah. if I tell you, say I love you, oh. My money, my body, now your own, oh baby. Thirty billion for the account, yo. Hey, Versace and Gucci for your body, oh baby. No do, no do, no do, gotta, gotta for me. No do, no do, no do, said I do. No do, no do, no do, shakara, oh. You're listening to Breaking Waves and we're back with Bridget. We've been listening to some amazing Afro beats that Bridget's been recommending. Hi, Bridget. Tell us about some of the Aussie slang and way we speak. Do you get it? Is it confusing? Yeah. uh, Yeah, it was pretty difficult when I came in because just the easy ones um, I know someone told me hey I'll be in in the Avo and I'm like okay and <laughs> he left but I didn't get what he meant but Avo okay Avo yeah. <laughs> probably avocado yeah because it also sounds <laughs> oh you're true <laughs> how long did it take for you to get used to Aussie slang or is it like there's still new words popping up. For me, there are still new words popping up. Like my younger brother, who's two years younger than me, I'm 20, he's 18. He sometimes speaks in another language, I swear. And like he would say these words and he, he doesn't, he speaks like me, but his mates just come up with these new words they find on social media. And it's like, I'm only two years older and I feel so old because I don't know <laughs> what the hell the stuff is saying. So I don't blame you, Bridget. It's tricky sometimes. Struggling. <laughs> How do you figure it out? Um, Google is my best friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, we should actually um do something where um we say a word uh, and you yeah. have to guess. Okay. It, yeah. okay, you would know this one, bottle-o. Uh bottle shop. Easy. Brekkie. Uh, breakfast, but yeah. what do you guys have to eat? Um <laughs> Defo. Definitely. Devo. No, no, I didn't. Devo, like that's so Devo. Devastating. Like Devastating. Oh, oh Devo. Okay. What's another one? Uh, oh, yeah, obviously Esky. You know Esky. I don't know Esky. Esky. You don't know Esky? Really? What? Esky. Like, you know, like the cool bin. Like, what, what do Americans call oh. it? Um, we, we, and Esky is like, we actually call like a cool bin, whatever you call it, like an act, the actual brand. Esky. Gnarly? You do, yeah, Esky. That's so interesting. Sorry, uh, Gnarly, go. <laughs> oh. Nah, no idea. Like, cool dude. Whatever, like... It wasn't Ali, like, yeah, quiet. like that's sick. That's so awesome. Uh-oh. That's so okay. <laughs> now you can say that. So I can say that's so gnarly. Gnarly. 
And it's spelt G, like silent G, N A R L L Y. Wow. <laughs> so you can be like, I was on the radio, it was gnarly. What about piece of piss? Oh, that's a piece of piss. What's that? Easy. Oh, that's a piece of piss. Does anyone even use that? Piece of piss means easy. You, oh, you guys can't just say easy. <laughs> <laughs> so many words for it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to move on to hearing about your business. Yeah, tell us about what you've been working on here. So my background has always been beauty. Um, I graduated from uni in 2013 and I started my makeup business in 2013. And in 2014, I started um, selling human hair. And then I proceeded to own in the salon in 2015. Oh my gosh. Wait, you studied human hair? No, I started selling human hair. Oh, selling. Yeah, which is like a big thing for us. What's that? Please tell us more about that. Yeah, so I owned the salon in 2015. I had to close in 2017 because I was going to move. And coming here, I really didn't expect to go back to business. Okay. But I saw our community. I saw that because of the weather, a lot of us need to cover our hair. Like we need to wear something so our hair doesn't really get tangled and destroyed. So I started selling um, human wigs. Human hair wigs, sorry, no human wigs. Human hair wigs and went back to doing makeup because we were having parties, weddings and all of these events. And I just saw the space and I I saw that wasn't necessary service and gradually now from uh, just doing makeup on my dining chair and having people like just sit down in one corner of my living room. I've got my own space now in my house, more like a home uh, salon where, yeah, where we sell human hair. We do makeup, lashes, brow waxing, henna. So for our listeners, when you do human hair, are you putting extensions or wigs? What's the process? Yeah, wigs, extensions, whatever you want, colouring and all of that, yeah. And I think you mentioned before that the weather's different here. So does that then mean that, like, if it's more humid, it's getting more, like, harder to tame? Our hair would get more frizzy, very tangled, just not nice, (laughs) very dry as well. And how do you promote your business? Um, We do lots of Instagram ads. I'm quite popular in that Nigerian society that's oh, awesome. but yeah yeah hopefully gradually we're diversifying and cater to everybody actually so you're welcome bella hopefully yeah and i know uh, we'll get you're some welcome yeah. oh my gosh well, but I would love all that. the listeners please tell them how they can get in contact with you so we're on instagram at breeze underscore hairpot and glam Mm-hmm. At Breeze underscore Headpot and Glam on Instagram, or you can just reach out to me directly on zero four five two two zero eight seven seven eight. And what we'll do for everyone is we'll put it on our Breaking Waves Instagram account. So we'll do a summary of 
today and all the ways that you can get in contact with Bridget and all the services she provides because she is an amazing person. You're a mom, you're an entrepreneur, you're Ooh, a wife. Oh my, a you are, you're a disability support worker. You are everything yeah. the world needs. Um, and you mentioned your business um, caters a lot to the Nigerian community. Is there a big Nigerian community in Sydney? Yeah, there is. There's a big Nigerian community. You'd find people that have been here over 40 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how do you all meet and kind of connect? Uh, we have parties. We've got associations and we just have meetings. We get to meet ourselves one way or the other. Yeah. When your first baby was born, I went to his, is it communion? The word you use? No, education. Yeah. And your church, like ceremony was so different to anything I've ever seen it was just like live music heaps of Mm. color like beautiful outfits like the hats were matching to the skirts and the shoes and the scarves it was just such a lively celebration that sounds amazing I want to experience that I want to experience that it's awesome a lot of dancing too oh yeah oh my this has been so much fun. I've learned so much and I'm so glad that I have met you, Bridget. You are such a beautiful person. That's good to meet you too. Thank you, Alex. We want to thank you so, so much for coming on and joining us for another episode of Breaking Waves. Thank you, guys. And be sure to follow Breaking Waves on Instagram. That's breaking.waves.eastsidefm. And if you want to know more about Bridget's makeup and hair business, we'll post details there. And we won't be back next week. Shay and Jeff will be on and they'll be continuing what they've been talking about. You're listening to 89.7 Eastside FM with your hosts, Alex Healy and Arabella Alamy. You're listening to People Powered Radio, proudly supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. The Community Broadcasting Foundation resources community-owned and operated media stations just like this one that connect people and tell vital local stories so that we all enjoy a more vibrant, inclusive Australian culture and healthy democracy. Find out more about our work at cbf.com.au.